What Was That Like is a true story podcast like you've never heard before. These are clips from a few past episodes. There is a man standing in front of me in my bedroom. My friend has been shot. I'm in the literally inside the river and I'm inside my car. He had told me multiple times that he's going to set himself on fire. If you say my name or try to look at me, I'm going to kill you. And he was just sobbing. He said, Mom, Mom, tell me you're going to be okay. And I jumped on the hood of the car and I held on. And I looked into the garage and he was hanging from the rafters. I had somebody standing on my neck. He's better to me dead. I want him dead. Real people in unreal situations. Find it on your favorite podcast app or at whatwasthatlike.com. Age of Radio. Color Me Dead. This is a true crime podcast, and we talk about murder and fuckery most foul in detail while using the darkest of humor. If you don't like words like fuck and cunt, then you probably shouldn't listen. But if you do, then join us while we fuck your feelings. All right. This is episode 152, and we're going to talk about Rebecca Joe. But before that, let's talk about social media. Where do you find us? Well, um, if you guys want to be ignored on Twitter, you can do that at Color Me Dead Pod. Uh, If you'd like to find us on Facebook, you can find us at the Color Me Dead Podcast page. The Facebook group that may or may not exist is CMD Reborn. I would be so sad because I get the best memes to share with my brother. It's it's really... (laughs) We're at a tipping point. Like, people are getting banned left and right. I'm currently on a 30-day ban for bullying my older brother. Um, And I've, at this point, just decided that my Facebook has decided that I'm a fucking criminal and that I incite violence for saying that I'm going to punch my brother in the fucking arm and that I've just decided that my brother is a weeping fucking axe gash, crybaby titmouth. Right. He's just reporting you left and right because... I don't even know if I would... He would never, but... I know. Regardless, my brother. But we can talk shit about him on. I've, here, I've right? decided that my brother's a crybaby tit. Quit um, being a bitch. Quit reporting your sister <laughs> and fucking grow a pair. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to check us out on Instagram, you can uh, at Color Me Dead Angel, at Color Me Dead Podcast, and at Gory underscore Nikki. That's me. Yes, and if you want, you can go to ageofradio.org. And there you can find our show. If you do a slash and do Color Me Dead podcast past that, is it just, it's just Color Me Dead. It's just Color Me Dead. If you do a slash and do Color Me Dead after that, it will take you straight to our show. If you just go to ageofradio.org, you can see all of the other shows that are in our network. You can shop the bazaar. You can also listen to any of our episodes there. If you're having a problem playing episodes on any of your apps, you can go there and listen to our episodes. You can also donate to our Patreon there. There's a big Patreon button. It says Patreon. 
You can donate there or you can go to patreon.com slash color me dead podcast. You can donate anything from a dollar to $75. We have some bitchin' ass perks. Um, they're random, sometimes random, sometimes you get an extra, sometimes you don't know what the fuck, but they're cool and they're mostly custom. We're working on getting them all custom, so you won't find that stuff anywhere else but Patreon. And if you guys are looking to pick up some merch, you can do that at colormedeadpod.threadless.com. And you can also go to legrawcreations.com and find the Color Me Dead button up in yon corner. Click on that, and for all exclusive one-of-a-kind Color Me Dead merch, you can pick it up there. If you're looking for exclusive things, not so exclusive, but shower curtains, phone cases, t-shirts, hoodies, that kind of thing, definitely check out Threadless. Yes. Uh, you guys... Oh. I was saying yes, ma'am. If you want to mail us a little something, you can. You can send it to P.O. Box 1610, Vernal, Utah, 84078. And the email, colormedadpodcast at gmail.com. Anyhow, um, while we're on that, thank you to Diane, Kevin, and Andrew... Um, you guys literally sent us boxes of Christmas. It was so fucking cool. We haven't really put anything out since that happened. So thank you. Very much. Very, very much. I wore my Bite Me shirt the other day and it made me really happy. I was like pulling it out, like showing I, uh, I wear my Wicked Smart hoodie <laughs> a lot. Um, and I think it's, I think it's incredibly hilarious because I'm so tiny. Um, but I wear that thing everywhere and I kind of wear it as a dress ah. and just like put leggings on underneath with boots. Like nobody oh, yeah. knows the difference. Cause like hoodie dresses are kind of sort of in. Right. Anyway. Thank you. I know. I love it. Yours says wicked smart. Mine wicked says, smart. Mine says wicked pissa. <laughs> I love them. Love everything that you guys sent us. It was awesome. So we're going to move on to the episode. I had two different sources while researching this. One was pop culture crime. Oh, sorry. Pop culture, true crime dot medium dot com. The other one was azcentral.com. So that's where I got my info for this. So according to those two places, Rebecca Zoe was found dead July 13th, 2011 at Spreckles Mansion in Coronado, California. I've never been there, but I really, really, really want to go. Her cause of death, not to that mansion, but it was for sale not that long ago. So you can (laughs) buy it, I guess, if you want to. (laughs) Her cause of death was hanging. Um, Hanging sounds like a shit way to die, but was this suicide or murder? We still don't know. I don't know. Did she natural cause? She natural caused the fuck out of herself with the hanging. She was like, you know what? Um, Now looks like a good time to natural cause. Right. Or did she? Or mm, did, dun, she dun, ep- dun. did she Epstein? Yeah, I'm thinking it was an Epstein, but we'll, we'll get there. Rebecca was 32 years old at the time of her death. She immigrated with her sister to America from Myanmar. Uh, she lived in New York and California, then Phoenix with Miramar? Myanmar. My, spell it. M-Y-A-N-M-A-R. I meant to look that up. Burma, too. Asia. Oh, I even knew that. That's why I didn't look it up because I found it later but didn't write it down. They divorced in 2010 after being married for eight years. 
I don't really know at what point she went back to California, but that's where she died was in, in California. She was a technician for a Valley Eye Clinic, but had quit her job in 2011 to spend more time with her boyfriend, Jonah's children. I don't know how long they had dated or how serious it was, but if she got divorced in 2010 and quit her job in 2011, it clearly wasn't that long unless she was a cheetah. Cheetah. Her boyfriend was Jonah Shacknai. He is the founder and former CEO of the Scottsdale-based medics. We're going to go with Medicis Pharmaceuticals because <laughs> to me, the way I would like to say it is Medicis. <laughs> if it's that, that would be way cooler. But they do like acne meds, Botox, fillers, all the stuff that I need minus the acne stuff. <laughs> I just need the Botox and the fillers. He sold the company in 2012, but he was the founder of it. And so he was clearly making plenty of money from that. Anyway, back to Rebecca. She was found nude with her wrists and ankles bound. Hands were tied behind her back and she was gagged with a t-shirt. What the actual shit? Right. There was also a message in black paint on the wall that said... (laughs) I'm sorry, I laughed, but I'm just like... Did she hang herself? This is the worst case of suicide I ever done seen, sir. Right? What the fuck? Like there's that is I, that this is one of those moments where people use the word allegedly. Mm-hmm. And she allegedly No. No, when somebody has been fucking strung up with a t-shirt in their mouth and they've been gagged and bound, you don't get to say allegedly. Right. Right. Like I'll yeah stop doing that in, in a moment we'll talk about some of that because I've gone back and forth because there's a whole you know it's a whole situation however in black paint painted on the wall it said she saved him can he save her I still don't know what the fuck that means but we're gonna go into what it possibly means oh fun right oh, it's like uh seven yeah okay so me. here's where shit gets weird This happened two days after her boyfriend's six-year-old son had been injured in an accident at the mansion while Rebecca was taking care of him. Okay. According to police, he fell over a stairwell banister and suffered from a traumatic spinal cord injury. He was rushed to the hospital in a coma and died five days later. His death was ruled as accidental. Okay. They say that Max, who was a little boy, was running down a hallway, um, and at the top of the stairs, he like tripped and was pitched over the second floor railing, crashing into the chandelier. Jesus! So he was freaking launched. Wait, he was in. He was running on him own little two six-year-old feet. Yeah. Right. This is why <clears throat> it's weird. Okay. okay. So mm. he. Hits the chandelier, then bounces off that, hits a banister, and landed on the floor. Police suspect that a soccer ball is, like, the reason he felt like he was running with a soccer ball, maybe tripped over it, it launched him out, and he went over. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Like, I could see that happening. One would like to assume that they had cameras in that house. But, yeah, you would think, but apparently they didn't. Hmm. And it was 2011, so it wasn't that long ago. Oh, too. Well, all right. That's probably before the everybody has cameras in their house era, though. Fair enough. Hmm. Rebecca was in a nearby bathroom and told police she rushed out when she heard the crash and found Max laying face down with the glass chandelier next to him. 
She performed CPR on him and yelled for somebody to call 911. Well, neither one of these deaths were ruled as foul play. Hers or his. What? Her death was ruled as a suicide. In what county again? It's in Coronado, California. I'm not sure which county that is, even though I know I read it, but I didn't. We, um, excuse me, sirs and madams and dudes of the police force responsible for this investigation. I have questions. I do too. I think I want to, I want to see the manager. Kate, she's a crafty ass bitch. If she can bind her hands behind her, she did a lot behind of yoga. her back with a t-shirt in her mouth. Oh my God. You know what her. this fucking reminds me of? What? Did you ever watch the movie, the life of David Gale with uh, Kevin Spacey and uh, Kate Winslet? No. Fuck. Really? I, God damn it. Now we can't talk about it because I don't want to ruin it for you, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the idea was that um, Kevin Spacey was actually framed for a sexual assault that didn't actually happen. And um, he was part of a group of people that were trying to free wrongly accused and charged people on death row right anyway um he was framed for a sexual assault um by the by this is where my niece gets her name this is where they got it from yeah anyway and in order to prove their point they decided these two people decided that they would um set him up for what appeared to be an egregious murder so this woman who was actually dying of terminal cancer kate winslet's character um she actually, she puts herself in handcuffs and then she takes the key and she comes around this way. She puts the, the key in her mouth, swallows it. Oh no. She's got a piece of tape that she put on her mouth right here. And after she's done that, she, um, well, no, I think I'm getting it backwards. She actually, uh, Swallows the key and then puts um, tape over her mouth and a bag over her like head and she manages to tape it and they're video recording it or video recording it. They're taping it. So there's video footage of her doing this. And after she passes, he watches her. Kevin Spacey watches her do this. This is all part of their plan. He walks up and puts his fucking thumbprint on a piece of the tape. And he was then successfully executed uh for first degree murder and then the video of her actually committing suicide and framing him just like to show a point that this shit happens could happen anyway it's really fucked up the movie's outstanding though i highly recommend that you watch what it. was it called um it's called the life of david gale oh my god yeah, yeah no, it's I, an excellent movie. And to... I'm not saying that that is this that's the case with this. I'm saying that this feels really hinky and fucked up and I'm right. like, "Wait a minute. I saw this in a movie once." Right. Well, that's why I keep going back and forth. What year did that movie come out by chance? <laughs> um I think like early 2000s maybe. So, maybe she watched it. Maybe she liked I it. What was know, her man. favorite movie? Um anyway. Okay, 2003. Oh, well, shit. Completely possible. Anyway, the point being, 
Right? I know. That's where I'm stuck here. That's fucked up. So if she can bind her hands behind her back, put a gag in herself, in her mouth, bind her feet, and hang herself off a balcony, but it didn't break her neck. She, it took her 20 minutes to die. That's fucking awful. Right. So if Whoa. you're going to do all that and tie yourself up, Eesh. don't you think that you would have to do a, like a special kind of fall? Because she was tied to the like furniture in the bedroom. At whatever she hung herself with was tied to the furniture in the bedroom. All right. And then she went over a balcony. So, so let's, let's map this out. Like, like for real, let's try to map this out. So if she had... I just hurt my own feelings thinking about it. 20 fucking minutes, dude. So did I. All right. So had she actually perpetrated this on her own? Well, I would think that you would set up the rope that was tied to whatever furniture, right? Get yourself in a kneeling position. You could reach behind, bind your feet. Mm -hmm. So she would have to tie off, put the t-shirt in her mouth, reach back, tie her feet and her hands. And I don't know what kind of binding took place and then she would essentially have to like on her knees and then either be on like or do all of that while kneeling on a piece of furniture so that then she could like lean over the banister and use her body weight to throw herself over so that if it was a nice slow you know what i mean like over right I wonder if that wouldn't break a neck or if it was just like, or maybe it was just like really unfortunate that it didn't break her neck. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know either. I I don't know. Like I would want to see, and this sounds really fucking awful, but I need to see her neck. Yeah. I don't. You can. (sighs) I don't want to look at that either, but I feel like. (laughs) There are answers that lie in the damage to her wrists and her feet and her neck. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I, you would have to be, I, I would think that you would have to be pretty skilled to bind yourself in a manner that was like left um, ligature marks and shit, like on your wrists and feet. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would have had to have been somebody else. But I mean, I'm I'm trying to like play the devil's advocate right here and like... I just think it's fucking weird. It is. That why would she go through all that fucking rigmarole to kill herself? That's what I'm wondering because it's possible. It's very possible that she could have done it. It's a lot of work, but it's possible. But why would she go through all of that, which makes it look like not a suicide, to commit suicide? I don't know, and it could it could be their their beliefs. Their family doesn't believe in that, so she wants to make it look like a murder, so that you know. Oh, I don't like know. Like a religious, it could a religious be like a, a, a religious or a cultural belief mm-hmm. that you know. All right, I don't know. That's just oh. that's just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Anyway, do you want to see if we can fucking like recreate this? Like not there, so much fucking with a rope around my neck. But, like, I'm willing to give this a whirl and, there like, see if a, I can fucking pull it off. There's a video that shows how she would have to tie up her hands. Look, I can put a link to this video. All right. See, this this, this is what's fucking me up. I sound like Morty from Rick and Morty. <laughs> this is, this is, this this is what's fucking me up. Because you're watching somebody literally fucking do it right in front of you. Right. Well, and so, 
if and if and they make a video, what shows you that a person could be skilled enough to accomplish this thing? Okay, so they're showing her sitting on a chair. Her legs are probably already bound. They don't. You can't see her feet. But they just showed how she could bind her hands the way that she was bound. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a whole damn demonstration. Oh, no. But they're showing how loose right. it was that she could get her hands out. Huh. That's interesting. Yep. And how uh, she can put it behind her back. That's a lot less. I figured she would have just put her feet through because she's little. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So perhaps the manner in which her bindings were accomplished when the police investigated, they determined that she perhaps had done that herself and they did it as they, they listed her manner of death as suicide based on this. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah, hmm. that was. What a trip. Yeah. It's insane. So my thing is, uh, so here's the thing. So what had happened was... So what had happened was... Now, I know that children are fully capable of doing some weird shit when they have a bouncy ball in their possession. My own brother has a nice big fat scar over his eye where he decided to launch off a fucking soccer ball and it shot him with great force into the side of the fucking house and nicked his whole fucking eyebrow and shit open. Um, So I suppose it could be plausible... For a child who's running down a hallway at top speed to get their wee feet tangled up and perhaps bounce off a ball and go over a banister into a chandelier. But that feels a lot like somebody grabbed a kid and tossed him. It does. <laughs> and then you suddenly decide to commit suicide by making it look like homicide. I know. I've gone back and forth so many times. This is so, really strange. It is, but it's going to get a little bit stranger. Right, okay. So her boyfriend's brother was the only other person at the house at the time of her death. He worked for a tugboat company in Memphis, and he was in San Diego because of his mm-hmm. nephew's accident. When he found out about the accident, he came out to, to be with his brother and family. He was staying at in the guest house. Everybody else in the house was at the hospital with Max, so it was just the two of them there. Okay. A jury in San Diego found Adam Shackney, who was the brother, responsible for her death on February of 2018 after a month-long civil trial. Okay, this is a civil civil trial. trial. Rebecca's family was awarded $5 million in damages and $167,000 for financial support she could have provided for her family. What she meant, was a doctor, yeah? No, she was, she worked at a vision clinic. He, also a type of, type of doctor. I think she was just a, like a, a tech, like a, oh, an right. assistant well, okay. type person, but she wasn't working at the time because she was taking care of his kids. So... What meant the most to Rebecca's family was that after seven years, they got a little bit of closure. They said they knew she didn't commit suicide since the county medical examiner ruled her death death as a suicide. They knew that wasn't true and they were on a mission to prove otherwise. So that's what makes me think if it was a suicide, that's why she didn't want to because she knew that her family, you know, they don't believe in that. Well, of course, Jonah, the brother, or no, Jonah, the the boyfriend, told jurors that there's no way that his brother killed Rebecca. 
There were no fingerprints and no DNA or other physical evidence that Adam killed her. Hmm. Well, don't you think he cleaned it all up? Durr. But wouldn't wouldn't the police be able to test for... I don't know. Like, chemical and shit? Or would they? Because that know. man had some money. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he got friends in little places. Yep. Um... All they could come up with is that he was the only other person at the home at the time. And, and the way she was bound and gagged and all that, it was like, oh, it was you. <laughs> you did it. Yep. Well, he was the one, Adam, the brother, was the one that called 911 about 6.45 a.m. on July 13th of 2011. He said he found her hanging and he cut her down as he was on the phone with the police. So when, as he was on 911, he slid a table over. Okay. Slid a table over. Remember that. Okay. And cut her down. All right. Hmm. And then he called his brother and told his brother what happened. Rebecca's family attorney said that Adam sexually assaulted her. And I couldn't find anywhere where they had any evidence of anything like that. Because they said they didn't find any DNA on her. Of his. He hit her over the head four times and hung her nude body from a courtyard balcony and staged it to make it look like a suicide. I couldn't find any evidence other like than nothing that. to support yeah. that. Other than that attorney saying that there was nothing else that said that she was hit over the head or that she had been sexually assaulted. Okay. Dan Webb, who was Adam's lawyer, stuck to the fact that there was no evidence connecting him to the murder and only Rebecca's fingerprints and DNA were found on the knives and the ropes that she supposedly used to bind herself. Adam had already been questioned and cleared by homicide investigators. Hmm. Okay, so here's the scenario that the investigators laid out. And this comes straight from the article on azcentral.com. At some point, Zoe removed her clothes. She tied one end of the rope to the footboard of a bed. At the other end, she fashioned a noose. She slipped it over her head and cinched it. Then she tied her ankles together. She made her way onto a small balcony. She put her hands behind her back, forcing them into a binding. Then she leaned over, far over. The drop was nine feet. Her neck did not break. She did not lose, or, oh, sorry. Her neck did not break. She lost consciousness in 15 seconds and died about 20 minutes later. They say she likely found the rope in the mansion's garage. Using two kitchen-type knives, they said she cut off two lengths of the rope and used them to bind her ankles, then her wrists. In the video that we're talking about, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to link it to this. Um, she used the same binding. Oh, in the video, they're recreating how, the, how she would have tied herself up in the back. The binding was such that she could slip one of her hands out Oh, in and out of the ligature while the other side remained secured around her other wrist. When the time came, she pulled both hands behind her back and into the binding. Dr. Jonathan Lucas of the medical examiner's office who performed Zoe's autopsy said that when her body was found, her hand was still clutching the end of the rope that she used to tighten the binding around her wrists. Zoe's DNA was found in the knots of the rope. And on one of the knives she used to cut the rope. Black paint was found on her hands and on the rope. Holy shit. Her fingerprints were found on the paint tube and the other uh, the other of the two knives. Her foot and heel prints were found on the dusty balcony. 
I'll be goddamned. No other DNA or fingerprints were found. A dusty boot print found on the balcony was traced to the officer, the first officer on the scene. So, with all of that, like, (laughs) where do you sit now? Like, Um, it was easy to stage that, put some black paint on her finger, put, you know what I mean? Like, that was easy to stage if he was wearing gloves. Perhaps. Right? Perhaps. I don't know, dude. I've never perpetrated that level of fucking crime. And, And I don't know what, like. My shenanigans are cheeky and playful. They don't. I don't murder. We don't get that far into I it. I don't even I don't even murder people and make it I don't murder people at all, let alone murder them and make it look like suicide. Um but one would think that they like if he was if he was fiddling with her that much that some like just because he had gloves on didn't mean that like a hair didn't fall off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the amount of hair that comes off Spencer and he's fucking bald headed yeah. is obscene. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Beard hair and arm hair, that kind of shit. So even if he was wearing gloves and he didn't leave um, skin, like finger skin, fingernails, mm-hmm. or fingerprints, if he was fiddling with her that much. But she was naked, so they didn't couldn't get any fibers off of her clothes mm-hmm. from him. I don't know. I like I all over the place with this. And they so <sighs> I'm torn. Same. But why would the why would the brother kill her? Because he was mad because he thinks that she killed the boy. Like that she was mm, you know, lost her I, temper and threw him off the balcony. I or, don't, I don't know. know. I just don't know. And and to me, a suicide seems more like what actually happened because the little boy got hurt while she was taking care of him and she committed suicide didn't want her family to know that you know that's what she did because she didn't want to disrespect her family and so she made it look like a murder Hmm. i don't know interesting interesting so to this day it's still ruled as suicide suicide the brother even though it was a civil trial he won't go to prison and he doesn't have any criminal criminal Charges. Hmm. None, none of them. Interesting. Weird. So he was. They they were awarded a settlement. Yes, five million dollars plus the hundred and sixty seven hundred thousand. Interesting. I'm I'm deeply curious how the court ended with their decision. If there's no DNA, if there was nothing to literally, I mean, you're. If there's nothing to literally tie the dude to the to the scene of the crime, at that point you're awarding people money based off of feelings and opinion, and that's not how this works. No, it's not, and um, that's why it never went to like a criminal um, huh. trial because there just isn't anything there. He was like questioned and cleared as basically as soon as they didn't find any DNA, they didn't find anything. All they have is that he was there. He was there and possibly he has motive. Why wasn't he at the hospital with everybody else? I don't know. Why wasn't she at the hospital with everybody else? Good point. Or was it her turn to be home? And I don't know. Were there more children at home? I don't know. Is there a reason for... There's just not enough information. Mm -mm. Nope. To make an educated, like, 
conclusion to this, I don't feel. Right. Don't you love these open-ended ones where you're like, I don't know. Yeah, not so much. I mean, then, they're not, I'm like, I'm not going to complain about it. They're not my fave, but it is what it is. Yeah, and then you go back and forth in your head forever about, wait, This one's kind of it? fucking goofy, though, because I am leaning more towards like, oh my God, she really did fucking suicide herself, and she made it look like it wasn't, and she, she, <clears throat> she almost had it. It wasn't for those meddling kids. kids. Like, she almost fucking had it. But, okay, here's another theory. Okay. The, the note said she saved him. Wait, what did it What did it say? She saved him. Can he save her? The fuck does that mean? I don't know what that means. So did she mm. save him? What if they're in an abusive family? An abusive, like, is the boyfriend abusive? And she feels like she saved him by throwing him off a balcony and making sure he died. I don't know. And then she, can, can he save her? Uh, who, who? I don't know. Uh, yeah, dude, I got nothing for you. I need your notes to be a lot, a lot less vague. Please. I'm, I'm stupid. I'm slow. Help me. Help. Help. I want to know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean more towards she actually did commit suicide and for whatever reason she felt like she had to make it look like homicide like if the police went in there and fully investigated because of course when you find a body like that uh, yeah and i don't know if she was necessarily trying to pin it on the brother or if she um if she just didn't want that that disrespect to her family I don't know. They said also, I, I, I missed it somewhere. I didn't write it down, but they said that it happened shortly after she got the phone call that the little boy wasn't going to make it. All right. That's all we have for her. So um, perhaps you don't allegedly um, watch a kid have a fatal accident off a balcony and... Um, Allegedly get murdered for it. Or suicide yourself. Yeah. And uh, stay, stay out, out of chalk, chalk lines. lines. Goodbye. Goodbye.